Better disabled access around town. CCTV cameras being installed, possibly. We also talked about the Esperance Speedway that's coming up this weekend. The Esperance Holden Speedway, I might add. And then Friday, fun facts. The show had it all, so enjoy the catch-up. Across Esperance, Sean for breakfast. Sean's Friday Fun Facts. Things that make you go, hmm. Get your dance on, folks. It is indeed a Friday yippity-doo-dah, yippity-day. And to get you into the week, and we've got a Friday Fun Fact for you from the Friday Fun Fact Fanatic. Fanatic, how are you? I'm good, Sean. How are you this morning? Happy Friday. I am buzzing that it's a Friday weekend. Woo-woo. You jiggling along to the playlist? I sure am, and I loved your little cheeky joke this morning, Sean. You got me laughing. Don't repeat that. That is a 6 a.m. joke, not a 7 a.m. joke. It's a 6 a.m. club joke. And everyone, if you're not in that club, maybe you need to get there because you're missing out. Yeah, that's true. All right, tell me me a Friday fun fact today. All right, Sean, we've seen all seen those ridiculous videos of how packed those trains get in China in peak hour, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, so actually topically, we had some Chinese businessmen come down and visit some of the farmers down here through CBH, and this guy was saying that on the bus that he takes, it's about 4Ks, it takes him almost an hour to get from his house to work. Why wouldn't How ridiculous is that? Why wouldn't you just walk it? Mm. Well, you know what? Because it's four hours... They might need to relieve themselves, Sean. Where do you go? Well, you wear an adult nappy. Mm, yes, okay. So China what? is selling out and importing more adult nappies than anyone because for public transport. How ridiculous is that? It's pretty ridiculous. So I used to work for a delivery company and we did a lot of medical supplies and I used to deliver adult diapers. Um, yep. And I got what a job shot. Yeah, it was it was fascinating. This my boss calls me up and says, "Sean, you need to get here right now, and you need to deliver these diapers quickly." So I've you know gone back to the depot, oh gone out to the nursing home, and the nurses look at me and say, "You could have come sooner. We needed you a few hours ago." And I was like, "Should I come drop these off inside? Like, is there a place inside I drop them off?" And she said, "You don't want to go in there. It's a crime scene." Oh, my God. It was a fascinating job. It was very interesting. So um, if someone wants to purchase an adult diaper, you go online, I suppose? Yeah, apparently you do. So if you're out there and you've got a long car trip planned and a lot of liquid to consume, maybe you should get on the adult diaper because apparently it's the new go-to. I just don't think I could sit there comfortably with my juices around my nether region. Oh, we don't need that picture, Sean. We don't need that picture. No, we certainly don't. Thank you, Friday Fun Facts Fanatic, I think. That's a, somewhere in there, I think we nailed it. Across Esperance, Sean for breakfast. We've got Josh McAlpine. He is the Speedway, Esperance Holden Speedway promotional manager in studio. Josh, how are you going, mate?
Very well, Sean. How are you going this morning? I'm well. You ecstatic? You excited for the second meet of the season? Absolutely, yeah. Can't wait to get the boys from Kalgoorlie down and into round one of the Esperance Kalgoorlie Challenge. Now, we don't like Kalgoorlie people because they migrate down here, they take our beaches, they think they own the place, they treat it as though it's their holiday house, but it's not. This is our town. How's the sentiment been amongst the riders in Esperance? Are they gearing up for this for this rivalry? Absolutely. We um, struggled for a lot of years and um, we got done a lot of years in and last year we finally won the challenge back so it's back in Esperance and due to a really good car count on our behalf I reckon we'll look after it this week and then when we go back up there in March we should be able to seal the deal. Is there a bit of sibling rivalry? Because your brother Hamish, he's from Kalgoorlie, isn't he? Yeah, he's uh, based up there these days and but he is he... still a member of Esperance Club so there's a bit of a technicality there. So he rides for Esperance then? Uh, I think he'll probably ride for Kalgoorlie this weekend, yeah. Well, are you, are you going to have a ride as well? Are you going to jump behind the wheel? Yeah, it should be there this time so yeah, I'll probably be in the Esperance camp only due to just a lack of numbers um, from Cal. They're struggling a little bit in some divisions okay. so I think Hamish will probably be in the Kalgoorlie camp. Does it mean more to to beat him as a Kalgoorlie person or as a brother? Oh, just as a brother for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. But yeah, that side of it's all well and fun. But I think the main thing is getting a really good car count between the two towns and us supporting them and them supporting us. So I think gates open around four o'clock. I mean, try to get there at four, maybe even just a little bit beforehand. And the usual staff bar is open. Get in there for the fun stuff. What are the other logistics? Um, so gates open at four, we'll start some burnouts from five, racing from six, but we'll have really good fields of uh, new star juniors and our all-star juniors productions, street socks, amkers, and um, also the burnouts will be on. Oh, get that burning rubber. And of course, it's the new track. Had it pull up last week. And also, I need to ask you, how did the juniors go? Because there was a few new riders at the last meet, meet number one. They did extraordinarily well to have three um, kids come out there and make their debuts on the track because we really didn't think we would have got there after the rain we had before. We would have had an inch of rain. And it's just a testament to the guys in our club that put it together to make it happen and graders and and um, all the machinery that got it there. And, and the track r- held up really well Good. considering the amount of rain that it had. So really impressed with that sort of scenario there. And our, our kids did really well, especially the older guys that made sure that they gave all the new kids plenty of room. And uh, some banged up cars or something? No, nah, not really. A no. little bit of paint trading here and there. But okay. as a general, they all um, behave themselves. But no doubt, uh, second meeting out, all the care will go out the window and we'll, <laughs> we'll go a bit harder. You've had your test run. Are you using inverted commas? Now it's time for the real stuff. Esperance versus Kalgoorlie. They'll be coming down uh, as of Saturday. And look, the meets on Saturday night. Get down there from 4 o'clock. Burnout's not too far away. And then the great race in between. The great rivalry that is Kalgoorlie and Esperance. Josh McCowper. The promotions manager of the Esperance Speedway. He'll be there. Thanks for joining me this morning. No worries at all. Thank you. Across Esperance, Sean for breakfast. Jake Deitch from the Esperance Express. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, good. Pretty busy week with news. We're going to firstly talk about, I don't know if this is the front page story, but we want to talk about the possibility of CCTV cameras put up around town. Yeah, it is the front page story. So, Great! Uh, yeah, <laughs> preventing uh, burglaries, stopping teens from throwing rocks at cars, uh, all this could be some of the new benefits from a new CCTV network. So the Shire is currently working to apply for the Federal Safer Communities fund round five. The deadline to apply is December 10. Oh, heaps of time. Don't give it too much away because we want people to go out there and buy the paper and, and actually read the article. 
But we're looking at possibly CBD locations. We are. Um, so the CBD from, from McDonald's to all the way down to Museum Village would be covered because at the moment there are only four cameras in the CBD and they are more than 10 years old. So the, the clarity is not what it, what it could be. But we're also looking at some locations where kids have been throwing rocks at cars, which mm. is obviously an issue that could be life-threatening. Also some popular beaches where thieves know that people leave their valuables in their car when they go to the beach and so they're so often soft targets. So just making it a bit harder for, for crooks to target those those vehicles. I tell you what, Noel Fleming will be happy because he wants more CCTV cameras. He's the head of Keep Essence Beautiful. He wants to capture the people throwing out rubbish, mate. Oh. <laughs> Is that what they're going to be focusing on as well? I mean... And you'll correct me here, I assume, although the Shire technically own the cameras, they'll be run and managed by the police? Yes, and the police would have 24-7 access to it. I guess it'd be up to um, the police what they prioritise, you know, between crime and <laughs> and, uh, and littering, which I guess is, is a crime. It is a crime, yeah. but it's, I mean, if I could have someone throw a piece of rubbish at me or throw a rock, I know what I'd prefer. Yeah. The rubbish. Because yes. <laughs> it might be, if it's a Macca's... Depends Mac- what the rubbish is. Well, if it's a Macca's carp, then you might get the Monopoly thing as well. We could get it's a win bonus. out of it. Anyway, so that application is December 10. And then do we have a rough idea of when we'd know whether it's all going ahead or anything? Is it a quick turnaround or does Christmas stall at all? I don't know. Uh, what we do know is that the fund allows our local governments to apply for up to a million dollars. And uh, we spoke to Councillor Jennifer O'Born, who campaigned on this issue uh, in the lead up to the local government election. And she says the Shire was currently looking at putting in an application for at least 120000 Across Esperance. Sean for breakfast. Right, there currently is a disability access and inclusion plan, but that is going under uh, what Matthew Scott described as a total rewrite. Total uh, rewrite. Yes, so, so it was identified recently that the plan lacked some important information. So the new plan, which is in draft stage, has already been approved by the Department of Communities. It's now gone out to local disability service providers who are then sharing that with clients and families. That will look at improving things like access to council facilities and services, inclusion at public events and communication options so the whole community knows what's going on. Yeah, that's and that'll be obviously that consultation process will be quite exhaustive, I could imagine. It'll be interesting when you come to points like, and I don't know if you've seen the plan, does it affect things like beaches? Because I imagine disability access at our beautiful beaches must be very difficult, very complicated as well when you've got such a such a elevated dune system. Uh, yes, well, I mean, it would impact all sort of um, Shire you know, responsibilities. As you said, we haven't seen the, the plan yet. It hasn't even come to council. It's expected to come to council early in the next year. So yep. they'll, have, they'll either be able to endorse it or, or, or make a decision from there. But it's a really good move. And there is quite a, a large uh, disabled community down here. So any steps like these uh, towards making it easier for them to get around or make it easier for them at certain events, surely it's a step in the right way. Yes, and we spoke to uh, Linda Tobin. She's at um, CamCan, uh, a local provider, and uh, she said, you know, our physical environment is fairly accessible. There were a few specific examples that she would like to see more 
some improvement, um, but she did say it's good that uh, there's an emphasis on uh, on consultation with with people with disabilities and other uh, other stakeholders. Good on them. We love it. A feel-good story because sometimes we don't always get good stories in the media cycle, but that is a good one. Uh, if you want to pick up the Aspen's Express, please do at all good news agencies and supermarkets, but don't get in before me. It's my Friday ritual and I don't want to see the paper running out anywhere. It probably won't, but anyway, Jake Teach, it might. It might sell out because of these stories. You never know, right, Jake? We hope. Yep. Has the has the newspaper ever sold out? Uh, not in my time, I don't believe. What no. happens with the, the... I guess they just go to recycling. Jake Deitch, thanks for joining me this morning. Thank you. Let's turn the feel good back on. Feels good. Sean for breakfast. Esperance is 7.47. We've got Triple some M. sad news to bring to you this morning. They're called Kiss. They had planned an Aussie tour. But it had to cancel. Apparently, they're not rocking and rolling all night. I've got Banjo, my intern, in studio. How are you, mate? Oh, I'm great, Sean. How about you? Yeah, I'm okay. This is sad. Sad news. It is very sad. Yeah. Okay. So there was an announcement on Monday that Kiss were going to uh, rejig their tour schedule. So they were going to go to Perth first, and they changed that to the end of the tour. And then the news comes out yesterday. They're not coming at all. They're going to yeah, skip it. What, what's happened? Well, you see, originally, like, you know, the lead singer... Paul Stanley? Paul Stanley. Paul Stanley. I got this. Um, he had to rest because of a bad case of the flu, so they thought, like, you know, a few days off, you know, would do him some good, so they cancelled the New Zealand leg of the tour. Right. And made Perth the end and went to the east first. But um, recently his case has actually worsened, mm. and now he has an additional infection in his throat, which com- requires complete vocal rest and medication for at least two weeks, maybe Ooh. longer. That's nasty. Well, it's okay. So it's a bit of a man flu, really. Is that mm. what we're calling this? And, I mean, you know music better than me, but, I mean, the throat, that's where the, the vocals come from, right? So it's a pretty yeah. important tool to have at your disposal. Yeah, there's also a whole bunch of other things like diaphragm and lungs and all that. But <laughs> okay. Righto, righto, music nerd. Um, so, that, so obviously without his throat good, then they can't do the tour. Uh, are there any plans to reschedule and come back next year or end of this year, or is it too early to say? Unfortunately, I don't have that information, oh. but they have given out full refunds to all those who bought. So. Well, look, if you're one of those people that receives a refund, well done, you get some extra cash. Sad that you don't get to see Kiss in action. But you know what? We'll just play a little bit of them now. Yes. The next best thing? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> right. Anyway, we're getting pretty close to 8.30. Thank you, Banjo. Oh, you're welcome, Sean. Short for breakfast catch-up on Triple M. Bye-bye. Have a good time. Listen to Short for Breakfast wherever you are. Download the Triple M app now.